Hi, I'm Ashley, and you are listening and watching Confidence in Coffee. What if I was to tell you that you can find confidence despite any of your circumstances, good or bad? I'm going to help you navigate the waters of womanhood, whatever season that is in, whether it's marriage, singleness, or you're drowning in children. I'm going to help you find confidence and hope through Christ. I'm going to leave you with plenty of encouragement and practical tips to overcome those limiting beliefs so you can live a life well. Plus, (laughs) you know we're going to find a few laughs along the way. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and join me as we chat confidence. Welcome to Confidence and Coffee. I'm your host. My name is Ashley Henriot. If you are new here, welcome. Stick around, not just on here, wherever you are, but we are on YouTube, so you can go out and hang out over there. We are also on Instagram and TikTok. Um, We just discovered Twitter and LinkedIn and all the things just so we can, I can connect with you and just grow closer in Jesus together, right? Like, I think there's power in feeling less alone in life, knowing that we are all on the same journey, and that is to draw closer to Christ in the struggle, striving in the struggle of living in a world that does not love God. And today, with that, have you ever been asked wherever you are, what is your horoscope? What is your sign? And I used to be one of those people before Christ that believed in horoscopes. I believed in like looking at, I remember when I was a kid looking at the newspaper and being like, okay, what is my horoscope for the day? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We are going to dive into what are horoscopes? Should Christians believe in horoscopes? And what's good about the astrology and how we can combine that into Christian and what is not good about it? And so I am truly ready to dive deep into this. It's been on my heart for a while. So when I was a, but like I said, before I was a Christian, I really found myself looking forward to those things. And you hear them in conversations now, even not so necessarily horoscopes, but also like, what's your Enneagram sign? What's your personality type? Are you type A, type B, whatever? And I just really sat back and I thought about that. And I thought about why are we so obsessed with titles? Like, why are we so obsessed as people to be added into something, right? Like to to need to connect ourselves in some way. And I and I believe it's a few things. One is we want to be understood and we want to understand ourselves and we want people to understand us. And we I think that we look for titles and I think that happened after sin with Adam and Eve because we strive to belong somewhere. We strive to know who we are and we'll grab onto anything that seems like it connects with us rather than just being. And horoscopes are a part of that. And so every time now when somebody asks me for my horoscope, like if I go get my hair done or 
my nails done and they're like, Hey, what are you? I'm like, I don't really follow any of that stuff. I don't necessarily condemn them for doing it because I used to, but I guess I think that planting the seed and saying that I don't really do any of that. So I don't even know what it would be, uh, is enough to know that, Oh, somebody that doesn't believe in that. And so it does invite conversation in when they're like, well, why? Well, that's when you can invite them in. You don't have to condemn anybody. You don't have to over-explain yourself. You don't have to get into all this depth. But if you are here and you are a Christian and you're not sure where you stand with horoscopes, then this conversation is for you. And so here are some things that I think that we need to know about horoscopes. And then we're going to talk about the fascination and the astrology behind what they are and why they are so big among us as people right now. So nine things that you need to know about horoscopes. Uh, It's astrology. Astrology is a type of nation that involves the forecasting of earthly and human events through the observation and interpretation of the fixed stars, the sun, the moon, and the planets. Several ancient cultures developed some form of astrology with the oldest or originating during the old Babylon period. It's also number two, genethology. And the study, what that is, is that pertains to births of natal astrology It's the application of astrology to the birth of individuals in order to determine information about the nature and the course of a person's life. The idea is that since the universe is interrelated, astronomical bodies exert an influence on newborn children. The main subdivisions after genethology are general car, car, sorry. Carthagic and integratory general or mundane astrology studies the relationship of the significance celestial moments of a social group. Three, the most popular form of astrology in America is natal astrology, which is what we're going to talk about horoscopes. And this relies on the zodiac. And I think we're going to stop here about what this is because it is a form of astrology, okay? So within astrology, the zodiac circle of little animals is an area of the sky divided into 12 signs, each roughly corresponding to when the sun passes through the consultations. Aries, Pisces, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Sagittarius. And so... Most modern astrologers calculate charts using the tropical zodiac, which is based on seasons and does not actually match up with actual planetary positions. It's a mouthful. And so why or if Christians should follow astrology? Well, the fascination with astrology and horoscopes undoubtedly relies on people's... Hey, really quick. Did you know that I have a community perfect just for you where you get exclusive content that you can't get anywhere else, not on this podcast, not on social media, where we dive deep into the Bible. You get daily encouragement. You get audio messages from me and you get access to our Facebook community where you can connect with everyone else in the community plus two coaching calls a month. There's so much more, but be a part of a community that actually gives a crap about you. 
I needed someone to give a crap about me. And so that's why I created this. And even better, it's all through text message right to your phone. You don't have to download an app. You don't have to check email. It goes right there. And we get to connect in a way that I wouldn't get to connect with you anywhere else. I'll drop some information in the show notes when you leave a review. But also, you can go to ashleyhenriot.com and you can find out more there. Subscribe and connect with me. You're calling incompetent. Horoscopes undoubtedly relies on people's desires to belong and also for wisdom beyond their own direction for the future. Right. We all want to hold on to hope. And obviously we find hope in Jesus, but people want to we desire wisdom. We desire a really good future. Astrology is the ancient belief that a person's destiny can be found in the pattern of the stars and planets at the time of one's birth. The horoscope is the chart that attempts to describe that destiny. The Bible mentions that astrologers in the royal court at Babylon and their inability to tell or interpret royal dreams. And you can find that in Daniel 2, 10 through 11 and 4 through 7. So the newspaper, for instance, like I talked about, I would look in that thing every day because it would tell me what my day was going to be like that day as a Pisces, right? It was trying to look into the future. Isaiah, the prophet, spoke of astrologers within, and he says, let your astrologers come forward, those stargazers who make predictors month by month. Let them save you from what is coming upon you. And that's in Isaiah 47, 13. So in the Bible, they did talk about astrology. They did talk about people who follow the stars and medians and, and all that thing. And astrology is actually offensive to God because it attributes to planets and stars the power that belongs to God who created the stars in the heavens. And because it tries to find the will of God, by other means than God hopes, then God has appointed. Throughout the Bible, God tells us that he will guide us. And that's everywhere. Psalms 23, 1, 2 through 25, 9, 12, 32 through 8, Luke 179, John 717. A Christian has no need of astrology with its futile, futile hints because believers can turn instead of the guidance of God's word. So our promises and our hopes and our futures are in Jesus Christ. Our treasure is in Jesus Christ. And honestly, believing in astrology and trying to discover your future or your personality type or whatever that may be, is actually taking away from the faith that you need to believe that God has got you. It's basically just another way to try to take control of your future or find another definition of it. And that has been done before the beginning of time. The Israelites, who are quite a crowd, okay, they actually were just always trying to do something besides just trust God. They were always trying to find a way or God to worship or something that they could see, something that they wanted to understand, something instead of just having hope and trusting God. And we have a hard time with that because of our, our flesh is against God. Now,
the Bible does talk about stars. Okay. The Bible teaches that God arranged the stars into recognizable groups that we call constellations. The Bible meaning of these is Oron, Ornon, the bear, the crooked serpent, most likely Draco. And you'll find those in Job where he talks about that. And the consulta- the constellations have been tracked in studies for millions of years. The Egyptians, the Greeks, they knew of the Zodiac in the beginning of spring centuries before Christ. Much has been written by the meaning of the zodiacal consultations, theories, and that they compromise as ancient display of God's redemption plan, right? So it's either you are following your future of the stars or you're following your future of Christ. Now, God has used um, illustrations of stars. The Bible that stars says that stars along with the sun and moon were given for signs and seasons, that it is meant to mark time for us. They are also signs in the sense of navigational indicators. And all through history, men have used the stars to chart their courses around the globe. This was before GPS, Siri, or maps, okay? So stars were used to navigate north, east, west, south, and also time. So God used the stars as an illustration of also his promise to give to Abraham as an innumerable seed because he said, I will make you the father of many nations, and he directed his path. And so thus, every time Abraham looked up at the night sky, he had a reminder of God's faithfulness and goodness. The final judgment of the earth will be accompanied by astronomical events relating to the stars. That was strictly for Abraham. Astrology is the interpretation of an assumed influence, the stars and planets, extert of human destiny. According to astrology, the sign you were born under, Aquarius, Pisces, Gemini, Capricorn, it actually impacts your destiny. This is a false belief. Okay. The royal astrologers of the Babylonians' court were put to shame by God's prophet Daniel and were powerless to interpret the king's dreams. They were astrologers and they could not interpret the dreams. They could not tell of the future. God specifies specifies astrologers as among those who will be burned as stubble in God's judgment. And that is in Isaiah 47, 13 through 14. Astrology as a form of divination is expressively forbidden in scripture. And that is in Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 14. God forbid the children of Israel to worship or serve the host of heaven several times in their history. However, Israel fell into that very sin Second Kings 17 through 16, that worship of the stars brought God's judgment each time. God created the stars for direction. God created the heavens and the earth. God created all of it. But God is the only one who can tell our future. God is the only one who directs our paths. The stars should awaken wonder of God's power. You should look up them and then God created the stars. How much more does he care about me, right? 
it, it gives you a, a thought of his wisdom and uh, his love for us because he created all of this for us. We should use the stars to keep track of time and place and to remind us of God's faithful covenant, keeping nature, the covenant between him and Abraham, who was the father of many nations and the testimony of God's promises. That's what we should see in the stars, not these horoscope signs. That is going to cast God's judgment. It is against God's will and it is against scripture. And scripture warns us about it numerous times. Now, all the while, we acknowledge the creator of the heaven. Our wisdom comes from God, not from stars. The word of God, the Bible, is our guide through life. Nothing else. I think that these personality tests go hand in hand, okay? I love me a good personality test, but if I can be honest and bold here, I think it's getting out of control, even among Christian communities, organizations, and churches using personality tests and Enneagram tests, which at a certain point can be really, you can use it as a tool, right? Like we can use anything as a tool to try to understand somebody maybe understand some similar traits in a workspace, maybe help us grow spiritually, grow our character more, reflect on ourselves. But I, I absolutely hate it when I'm in a conversation with somebody or if I'm listening to something and all they do is talk about their Enneagram or their personality, A, B, or their horoscope. And there's they keep themselves like, in a box. Like, it's just like, are you this? Are you, the, oh, we get along because you're a four. It has nothing to do with, well, we get along because we went through this trial together or we have blonde hair. Like none of these things that really God gave us, we take ourselves and we put us in this box and it leaves no room for God to move. Like, let's say God wants to take you out of your comfort zone and he wants to build your character. He can't do that if you constantly identify yourself as this personality test. And if anything outside of that, you're going to relate it back to that and be like, well, that's not of me because I'm a three. Well, that's not of me because, or I can't get along with that person. We can't be friends because you're Aries, or we can't be friends because you're an Enneagram eight, or I behaved that way because I'm an Enneagram two, whatever. I hate that. It's basically discrediting anything God wants to do in our life. It's taking away from faith. And it's also just so dangerous in regard of identity and not really wanting to step out and hear God because you're identifying yourself with a test. I just think that we need to be really careful, really careful. I think that people are so hungry to know who they are. It's like we as human beings want to go to everything except God. Like we don't want to accept that we are children of God. I'm a child of God. I'm a daughter of God. I'm a son of God. Like we don't want to accept that and that be enough. So when you say that that's not enough, that you're not loved, you're not a child of God, that God provides, that God moves in your life, that you're going to do all things. If like that is not enough, you're basically saying that God is not enough and that you need to find more identity traits and you need to find all these horoscopes and look at these stars and try to find direction because you're saying that God is not enough. You're basically doubting God 
in your life because you're looking for this validation somewhere else. And so even out of like this whole spiritual danger zone of astrology and zodiac signs, which is very spiritually, it can be very dark. It's just basically taking away from God. It's basically taking away from your journey of God and trying to put it in your own hands again. You're trying to subconsciously control it. And so my advice in regard of horoscopes is stop it. Like if you claim Jesus Christ you should not be following horoscopes. Like I did away with those immediately when I became a Christian. If you know somebody that does still strongly believe in those, be very gentle around them. Be very, like I said, just be like, I don't know because I don't really follow that anymore. I don't really know. And if there's an invitation to talk about it, talk about it. If there's not, then not that seed is enough. God will bring somebody else along them and talk about it. If somebody brings up the Enneagram, again, respect that. Just be like, that's really cool. I took it one time. I was a three. You know, I learned about a lot about myself. It's really funny. But always bring yourself back to the foundation of what the gospel says and what Jesus says and what Jesus did, because you need to keep your mind on guard and your heart on guard. When God tells you to move and you're so stuck in this little test and box and all these things, you're going to miss it. And so that's just another way to be alert. So I hope this was encouraging to you and, and I hope it gave you some type of knowledge and value. And if it did, share with a friend. If you have somebody in your heart right now, share it with them about what you learned today, what you were encouraged, maybe confirmed by. And then I'm going to ask you to leave a review and a rating. And I want to share something with you too. Busy women and men and friends, okay? What has helped me since moving to Virginia was the ability of Instacart, okay? I did not realize you could use Instacart at a restaurant, at a grocery store, and so this has made my life very easy. I work from home. I have four children, and so Instacart always comes in like the rescue. And so I, they have a deal right now where you can get like a, if you do it monthly, like you can get like free delivery and a free subscription and it's just really marvelous. And so I'm going to drop my Instacart link below where you can get that discount. All you have to do is click the link and then you'll find out more information. And so I, I challenge you to go ahead and check that out. And also while we're at it, I am going to leave some freebies for you below because the best way to continue on this journey of being more like Christ and just being who you are in perfections and all knowing that you're loved within is to feel confident. And that only comes from Christ. And so I created a five-day devotional. It's super easy and very just like Graham, my man, my man, Graham is what I call him, where it really, it's a five days to a more confident you. And it's basically a devotional that really helps you discover the value and the worth of who Christ created you to be. And you're going to get a challenge and then a prayer during that devotional time. And it's going to be sent to your email every day. So I'm going to drop that below. It's totally free to you. And then I will also drop a few other things where you can connect with me on social media. You can check out all my Amazon goodies, all the things, Ashley. And I hope that if you did enjoy this, that you send me over a message on social media. I do check my messages because I love to connect with other people and see what God is doing in your life. So I love you. And thanks for listening to Confidence and Coffee. I will see you next Tuesday. Did you enjoy that? 
I'd love to see you over at ashleyhenryott.com, where you can subscribe to this podcast and channel on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And while you're at it, I'd love to see the value that you found in Confidence and Coffee. So drop the ratings, the reviews, and the comments. Let's subscribe to this channel and tell a friend too. I'd love to see you over on TikTok or Instagram, where I keep it real in the reels, okay? Make sure you tune in next time on Confidence and Coffee.